Hey everybody, welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast. Hope you guys had an awesome Memorial Weekend. Today is a Memorial Day, and we had an amazing time as well. And I was talking to my wife about small business, as we always do, because we so nerd out and we're always so aware and we always... You know how you can go to like the mall and you do people watching? <laughs> we do that with businesses. We're always like business watching. And it's just fascinating just to pay attention to the nuances and the details. Like, why do they do it this way? Or I wonder why they put that there. Um, you know, I wonder what their story is and how this system came about or whatever, right? And so we're always looking for like perceived value in the differentiation. And like we had two different companies that we had discussed today and one of them, was a small business. I'm not even going to get specific because there's people in our hometown now that like listen to this, but um, they were talking about uh, being really ambitious and stuff. And, uh, and then, you know, we were discussing their business and you look at like the way that they're operating it and it's not in alignment at all with like the vision they would like lay out for you when you talk about it. And I thought that was interesting. And then that led to another conversation about a, a little store downtown in Ludington, our hometown now, and how they, you know, only open late in the day. And then she had a conversation with one of the owners about employees. And they have a really, 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 really cool product. And my wife was like, oh, my gosh, are you guys going to hire some employees and expand this? You know, and the, and the lady's uh, reaction was like, oh, heck no. Oh, God, no. That would be, like, impossible. Like, you know, we, have to, we, we care about quality. And, you know, it, if, if it's going to be done right, you have to do it, that type of thing. And it was, like, fascinating because as I talked to Ashley, I'm like, like, she, she said that as like it was a badge of honor. And in a way, like, as a customer, that's actually really, really cool. If I'm going to hire a company to do work for me, and they are an artisan-style business, in a way, there's massive benefit in that, right? Because they're going to be a perfectionist, and they're going to do the right thing. They're going to show up on time, and they're going to, like, bend over backwards to serve us at whatever service it is. Uh, and, and that's really good from a customer's perspective, but I felt, like, really bad for her. I'm like... We were talking about how, like, she's never going to see her husband because they have, like, two locations. And she said they were going to divide and conquer. And one would be at one location, one would be at the other location. And essentially what she's doing is making herself a slave to her customer. Now, from the customer's perspective, that's great. It's like, great, you'll be my slave. Awesome. Thank you so much. (laughs) Here's $5. Slave, right? But from her perspective, it's like horrible. And then the thing is, is like I've said so many times, in her mind, she is certain, she's certain that you cannot find good help, that, you know, if you want it done right, you got to do it yourself. No, to be clear, she's completely wrong. She's just wrong. But because she believes it to be true in her head, it's already over before it starts. Like, (laughs) that's it. She is destined to be a slave to her business. And it's still better than, you know, working for someone else and all that. Like being self-employed is still preferable and has benefits. But, ah, it's like frustrating. I'm like, God, let me help you. I can help you, right? Because you go to the neighboring town to Ludington is this little lakefront town called Pentwater, Michigan. Pentwater is this itty-bitty little hole, like this little nugget. It's like super high end and really nice. And there's these yachts and there's a marina and then there's this channel that goes out to Lake Michigan. And it's like this tourist destination. It's a seasonal town. Like it's dead all winter. And then it's like just crazy busy during the summer. And there's this ice cream shop there called House of Flavors. And this, this ice cream shop is basically fully staffed by teenagers. And we went and got ice cream there yesterday. 
and for my kids and we're sitting there eating it and I'm talking to my wife. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this whole operation is being run like a well-oiled machine by young people, you know, like high schoolers or maybe college kids at the oldest. And I was thinking of this other lady who said, you can't find, you know, good kid. The kids don't want to work today and young people don't want to work. But then I'm looking like just like eight miles down the road at this other <laughs> city, this entire profit machine of this like ice cream is just like crushing, right? And the difference is in the leadership. The difference is in the owner between those two businesses. Now he has a plan. He has a system. He has a training. He has some way that he's attracting people with the right uh, our personality type, and he's plugging them into his ice cream selling system, and they're just on point, and they're all sweating and running around and like had a smile on their face, and the attitude was good, and they're super helpful, and like four different people asked me if we'd been helped. And the only difference was the mindset of the owners of those two small businesses. And one is destined to be a slave. The other one was still there, because I saw him there, and I know who the owner is. I mean, I know who, like, I don't know him, but I've seen him there for many years. But totally different outcomes, totally different revenues, totally different levels of freedom, right? I thought that was really interesting. And so my encouragement for you today is to, uh, one cool way to hack your own business is to start paying attention to the nuances of other businesses that are blind spots to them. For example, if you go to a restaurant and do they greet you? Do they not greet you? What do they say? Like, what are they wearing? Like, what is their silverware look like? How heavy is it? Like what type of linen did they wrap it in? Is it a high-end restaurant? Is it a low-end restaurant? What type of music is playing in the background? What types of artwork is on the walls? Did they spend extra money to invest in quality tables and chairs? Did they not? How's the food presented? What was your server like? If you go there three or four times, was it was the experience different each time based just on the server or was there consistency, right? And the reason you want to like not to nitpick other businesses, just to be hyper aware of the little nuances between those places you go to and your mind is blown and you're like, this is just incredible. I can't wait to come back here. I can't wait to refer people here. I can't wait to tell my friends about this amazing place, right? We've all been to places like that and the difference is in the system. It's in the, 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 the perceived value, the way that they lay out all of the details. You know, they say the devil is in the details. Well, the money is in the details. The profit is in the details. It's all about the how. I just did a webinar last Thursday, and I'm going to do another one this Thursday, uh, talking about the sales and marketing super course. And one of the things that I teach on in there that's so huge and critical that people do not understand is it's all about the how. It's about how you answer your phone. You know, and it's about how you talk to your customers. How do you keep track of the data? How do you follow up? How do you present your presentation? Like, how did you design the, liter the literature? Like, what does it feel like? What paperweight is it? Like, how many pieces are in it? It's all in the how. The little boring minutia is where the, the big separation happens between a run-of-the-mill local business and something really, really special. And when you have something really, really special, price becomes insignificant. And I'll close on another example of a family-owned business here in Ludington called Bortels. Bortels is this like fish frying place. <laughs> it might sound like just a boring thing. It's not, okay? This place is legendary around here. It's been in the family for like 100 years or something. And it's this little uh, concrete building. And you walk in and they have like this glass case with all this fresh fish. You pick out which one you want, they deep fry it. it, takes like two or three minutes, and they give it to you, and it costs a whole bunch of money. Like when we go there, I'll buy like, 
you know, it comes with French fries and some fried fish. I'll get like walleye for my wife and I'll get catfish for my, my one son. I'll get smelt for my other sons and I'll get something. And it's like $70 every time I go there. It's like really expensive and it comes in a paper tray with just regular French fries and, and a little bit of fried fish. Now the product is really, really good because it's really fresh. But what makes that business different, like the, the perceived value for that business is in its st origin story. It's in the fact that the family runs it. So you got the husband, the wife, like the daughter, the son, like their family is in there working. There's also a line out the door every single day in the summer. All summer, people line up to give these people a whole bunch of money for their fish. And I'm looking at this whole package, right? And they have these little tables outside where you can eat. And there's like this mystique around it. And I'm like, God, like, like, what is the secret sauce of what they're doing? How, how could a carpet cleaning business apply this type of feel to their business? And at first, you might be thinking, well, you can't. You're wrong. You can. It's all about attaching a story, emotion, having consistency in the way you deliver your product, uh, creating like a table rush type feel for your services, like making people be scared that they can't get it because the line's so big if I don't get there early, right? And then when 5,000 people locally are thinking that, we got to get there early. We got to go to Bortel's early, right? We got to call Bob's Carpet Cleaning early in the spring because if we don't, we're, gonna get we're not going to get in, right? All this stuff is applicable off across all businesses, not just this one or that one. And so one way to hack your business to improve it is to become more sensitive and aware of every little detail of every other business that you uh, go visit and then look back at your business and say, where am I missing it? Like, what does my customer life cycle actually look like? What is it like for someone to contact my company? They just got referred from a friend. They call this phone number. What happens? How many rings did it take before we answered? What did we say? What was the voice inflection like? How different were we? How did we separate ourselves right away? How long did it take me to get them the information that they need? What did it look like when I gave them the information that they need? Like, and everything on and on and on, all the way through the service, all the way through the follow-up. Those things, those different touch points in your customer lifecycle, that is where the money is. It's in separating yourself. And, the, the last thing I'll say is that the more separation you create in those little details, the more that the price does not matter. It will not matter. And even if they cared about the price, they'll have nothing to compare you to because the whole package, the whole enchilada of what they've experienced going through the process, the how, the how, the how you handle all those things was so different that they can't, they just, they can't compare you to another competitor. You're in your own category because you paid attention to the how. So hopefully that's valuable for you guys. I appreciate all of you. I'm uh, continuing my holiday weekend and going to go out strong. That's why I'm recording these podcasts on my phone. Sorry, there's no intro and outro, uh, but that's okay. I just want to deliver you value and I'll talk to you this week. Take care. God bless.